Hey everybody! No, this is like impromptu. We haven't scheduled anything, right, Phil? Uh, not to their knowledge. No, yeah. they don't know. We have behind <laughs> yes, the scenes. Behind the scenes. But you know what? We're uh, we're just gonna do this fun. We're gonna record the podcast. So we're totally here in my kitchen. I'm so excited because you know why? I love my kitchen. I really, you know what? I love being here. So this is just kind of feels good. It does. You know, do you feel comfortable here? I do. The, the kitchen is the meeting place now. No one goes to the living room hardly. No one goes to the dining room except to eat. I know. And when I have a when I have a party, I try and put the food all over the house, but people just always congregate right always. here. Always. You'd have thirty people so, right there. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna do our podcast. We're gonna record it, and we're gonna let Facebook in on it. So yeah, all right. the podcast. So this is fun. WJST right here, Just Steph Radio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, kids. All right, so we're going to get, oops, here we go. All right, where is that, where is this? I'm not, this technology is going to kill me. I'm going to have a heart attack. For those on the south, that's a heart attack. <laughs> oh my God, all right, so we'll get ready. All right, let's go, kid, we're going to do this. And here we go, we are on. This is the Just Steph Show, and I am host Steph Pelosi, an Italian Boston girl who's an empath, healer, and all-around seeker of wisdom. Tune in weekly for advice on how to live your best life at work, home, or play, so you can feel groovy every day. Hey, I'm Mike Marino, and I'm making America Italian again, and you're listening to me on the Just Steph Show. All right, this is Steph Palermo, and it's the Just Steph Show. Everybody has two lives. The second one begins when you realize you only have one. We are second lifers. We're empty nesters, newly single, and those starting over. H3, you're healthy, happy, hip years are just beginning. Yay, Bill. I'm Yay, so Steph. Glad, I'm so glad you're here. Me too. We're Bye. back. Back in town. I'm back in town. Yes. Yay. You are up in Boston for a while? I was. I moved my mom up there. Excellent. I did. And uh, so, yeah, she... She moved in with her boyfriend. So, okay, somebody's doing, <laughs> doing it right, Some, right? That's right. So, yeah, 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 I moved her back. But she had been here for, like, 17 years. Oh, wow, I did not realize yes. that long. she's been here a long time. And so uh, we had to pack all our stuff up. And, you know, it's so funny. I, you know, I call her and I go, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm just laughing. <laughs> oh, my gosh, she's just so happy. Just and so I, happy. Yeah, she's Good. very happy. So I, I love that. I love that about you know, I love that about what she's doing, and I said, oh my goodness, she's, you know, she's doing what, she had a pretty rough, rough marriage and all that, my dad, my dad wasn't the greatest, just saying, and, uh, and so I'm glad she's happy. Good, So good. it's all good. How was the trip up? Did y'all sightsee, or was it just a beeline? Oh, no, when I drive to Boston, I go straight on up, but okay. I have, like, my way of getting there, and I, you know, I put in 12 hours, 12, 13 hours the first day, so the next day we get up, we're somewhere, like, really just over the line in Jersey okay. from Pennsylvania because I go the back way. I don't go up um, 85 to 95 because then you hit every major city in the U.S. Sure. Seaport, coastal, I mean it's just, it's crazy and you get stuck in a lot of traffic so we go up through the, you know, the uh, Cats, what are the Allegheny Mountains and all of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's really lovely. It's actually a pretty ride okay. and you can make much better time. So, and we always stop somewhere um, at a decent time, and so we get up nice and, I was in bed at 8 o'clock that night, oh, you know, sleeping. 12 hours is a long time. Yeah, long. but you know what we did? We'd listen to um, audiobooks. Nice. So that was great. That was a lot of fun, and, uh, and then we got there, we got to Boston by noon on the next day. Perfect. So it was fun, yeah. I'm going to actually do another ride up with, with my son the end of June. Nice. So, and I'll be there for a while up there. Good. So that it'll be good. Cool. But it was a nice Friday, though. It was lovely. So we had, you know, we had a great time, and uh, you know, I've got so much going on. Yes, you have. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm going to LA on Friday. I totally forgot. That's coming up already. Yes. Wow. Yes. And you know what's exciting about my LA trip is I, um, I'm actually meeting with Julie Spira, who is has has been a call-in guest for my show a couple years ago. She is the country's foremost expert on online dating. Whoa, okay. And, uh, and she's, uh, she and I have been connected for several years. She actually called in you know, to my show. 
she's on ABC, she's been on a bunch of TV shows, and she's out there in, in LA, and she does a lot of, she'll help people with their online profiles and stuff like oh, that. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so she's pretty great. She's, uh, so I'm going to have lunch with her on Monday, and yeah, so I'm trying to do a bit of work when I'm out there. We'll do the show, and and uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, I'll get some other interviews Good. Yeah, so it's exciting. And That's I'm, a great trip. Yeah, and I, I'll do some do the Hollywood thing. Go out to Beverly Hills and do that stuff. And, That'd be great. Yeah, play the part, put on Good. my sunglasses, and I'll wear my sunglasses at night like everybody else. And just look fat, I'm Yeah, sure. just try. Love it. Yeah, work at it. But Love yeah, it. Yeah, no, so it's... And, but then, you know, the end of the week, which will be the part of the week where I'll let my hair down and really relax, is uh, I'll be driving to Phoenix, and my family lives in Phoenix. Oh, Good. So, yeah, so that's exciting. So I'm going to see my uncle, and it's my father's only brother, and really the only one who's alive. Wow. So, and he's got three daughters who I'm pretty close to. I'm, I'm as close to them as you can be living across country our whole lives. Great. So, yeah, Great. so they're Great. lovely. So it's a lot of fun. So what, do you, what, what did you do this weekend? What did I do this weekend? I was actually, <laughs> stop me if you've heard this before, I went down to Statesboro again to see my parents. Oh. It was my mother's birthday on oh, Friday. Okay. So. Uh, we had a great time, uh, just family, and uh, as you can imagine, Statesboro, the Nats are in full force, and, and we, thank goodness my sister has a pool, so we were right. in the pool most of the time. Fine. Nice way to recharge right. and get back at it, so. Right. Yeah. I totally chilled this whole weekend. Good. You know, and relaxed, and, um, you know, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm doing isogenics. Yes. Tell, what is isogenics? Isogenics is, um, basically, it's a program where, if I open the cabinet, You'd see all my isogenic stuff. Okay. Um, it's a program. It it really um, it took me a while to sort of say, okay, this is what I want to try, and it's very it's all this nutritional stuff. You do shakes and but there's supplements and all of that, and really it's all about feeling good. Okay. And what my biggest thing is, I wanted to get to a place, and I don't know. I always had this food issue my whole life. Being trying to figure it out with the weight, and you know, I, I know you know this. I've lost a bunch of weight. Yes. So through the years, but I always struggle with the weight because I always had this love hate relationship with food because it was always the happy place for us growing up. It, it, a lot of people take comfort in food, and it was fun. I mean, no matter what kind of chaos was going on in our lives, it was a lot of fun, and it brought you together. Right. Perhaps. So we sat down and had fun and we just good. laughed. So it was always about the party and the good time. So I always was using food to be happy. And it took me a long time to realize that. I'm going, oh, I don't eat when I'm nervous. I don't eat when I'm bored. Or, but I ate to be happy. And did you eat a lot at that time? At I don't, I, oh, I could, I could totally. I could probably eat more than you. <laughs> I totally could. Okay. So um, I was trying to get to this place where it really wasn't about, my goodness, this. Oh, yes. We, we seem to be. Yes. Okay, good. All right. Well, maybe we'll have to edit that. <laughs> we'll, we'll Post-production, as they say. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's Jeffrey. He was calling me to, because he, I'm meeting him out in L.A. Okay. All right. So, sorry, Jeffrey. I'm on the air. But anyway, um, so I was trying to figure out how to get to this place where I was just normal about food. Okay. Where I ate when I was hungry and really use it for food, for fuel, and enjoyment, enjoyment, not so much, you know, for, to get happy. Okay. So I, I decided that I was going to give this a try because you eat one sensible meal a day and then you have your shakes and stuff, but I thought it would be a good way to even maintain once I got to where I wanted to be. I think that's the hardest part, and I've heard that's the hardest part. Is once people get that desired weight, is the maintaining of that weight. Well, you know, I, I started losing weight back in 2008, and I lost a bunch of weight. But, you know, I, I just think that I want to be more normal about it. I want to be, I want to enjoy a couple of drinks, but I don't want to eat or drink to get happy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to I just do. be normal about it. But you're happy. I'm happy anyway. Exactly. I wake You're up happy. happy. Anyway. Exactly. I wake up happy, and we're going to talk about that. Okay. Because we're going to talk about the spiritual kick in the ass. <laughs> we're going to. We're going to. Even if you have the horrible dream, a nightmare that's just terrifying, you can yeah. still wake up happy. Well, you you do you can wake up a little. That's because. A little I grumpy. Think, well, I think that if you wake, if you have a scary dream, and I do have um, scary dreams sometimes, um, I think that you have got something unsettling in your life. True. 
that you probably have to deal with. And it may not have anything to do with the dream. The dream is just a manifestation of that. Yes. So um, that's what I think So uh, about that. So I guess we should just, uh, we should really talk about the spiritual kick in the ass. Let's do it. So I want to talk about the journey. What have you heard about the journey? I, what have I heard about? I mean, I think I'm in the middle of my own journey, but I don't know how to define my journey because it's ongoing, at least for me. Right, but do you, I mean, haven't you heard that it's all about the journey? Yes. Well, once you, do you ever get to the end of the journey? Or well, is that when you meet your maker, if you I, will? Well, you know, people, it, you've heard it. You, you've heard it's all about the journey. You really should enjoy the journey. You should love the journey. Sure. The journey is what's more, more important than the end result. And I really struggle with that because I'm like, how could you really be happy when you're not where you want to be? Okay. You know, because you want, because, okay, if you want to be at a desired weight, mm -hmm. if, you, if you're not happy with where you are in your career, if you're not making the, the money that you're making, if your relationships, you're, you don't have the right love relationship or your relationships are not that, that great, whether it's love or family or friends or otherwise... You know, how can you really be happy in this journey? You know, if all those things you, you're aspiring to or you're working towards or it just isn't right. And uh, I really thought about this a lot because I think that there's something to it's about the journey. Yes. Because if you get to a place where you can enjoy today in the journey, then all those things that you're aspiring to that you're looking forward to that Abraham Hicks says is in your vortex. Okay. It's in your it's it's there. Your source knows knows you want it. God knows you want it and you can have it. In order to achieve that, you have to have the energy aligned properly so that you can work that way. And the only way to do that is to be okay where you're at today. Not everybody's okay where they are. Is that part of their journey? Well, or or even they, are they even seeking a journey? Well, or does everybody have a journey? Well, you know, it's funny because I, I, I had a little banter yesterday on, on Facebook about this. Not banter, but just back and forth with um, a, a spiritual coach. And I can't understand. It behooves me that people don't want to make their life the best life ever. I, it just is amazing to me that people sit in complacency. Is that... Do you think that's their choice, or is that just in their DNA? Oh, I think it's in their choice. I, everybody has a choice. You have, you have free will. You have a choice. I agree. You, you, everybody has a choice. You can choose happiness every day. So. And, and maybe this is the old adage, maybe some people are happy being unhappy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's their level of happiness, which may not make sense to me. Oh, absolutely. And I just have always been on this quest to be okay with me and be okay where I'm at. Because that's the only one, you're the only one you can control. Exactly. And that takes a long time, too, to get there. You can't control anybody. So, uh, I, I figured out how you can enjoy the journey. Okay. And it's, it's, it's very simple, but yet profound. You can enjoy the journey when you're aligned and you walk, when you're aligned with your purpose and you walk in your zone every day. When you're doing what you want to do every day, even if it's not at the ultimate, if you're not there at the, the end result, if you're doing every day those things that bring you joy, that lift you up, that enhance your life, if you're in relationships with people who bring value to your world, and I'm not saying they have to give you stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying being in relationships that bring value and you bring value to them, that's when you can enjoy the journey. Doesn't that, doesn't that take a bit of discipline? To sustain that every single day as I part think, of your journey? What if you're having a rotten day and you feel physically bad and you just want to stay in bed all day? You know what? I mean, I think you can give yourself a little pity party if you want. Yeah. You know, and, you know, but then say, okay, you... I have till this amount of time to give myself a pity party and then I'm done. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I had a day yesterday that I was in the car for like four hours doing, um, doing uh, appointments. In the, pretty much the last two days doing appointments. When I wanted to be sitting, working, writing, mm -hmm. doing the things that, you know, instead of working till 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. 
or, you know, this morning I was up at 5, 4.30, you know, and I was actually in the bed on the phone writing emails and doing yeah. whatever because I, you know, that's, I didn't spend the four hours yesterday. And it was very frustrating. Oh, yeah. So I'm not saying you don't have feelings of frustration. You know, that, that happens. However, I could snap out of it very quickly, make a joke, laugh, we put the music on the car, you know, whatever, and really work toward, and it's like, okay, well, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. That takes discipline. Yes. What, takes, what doesn't take discipline is being, you know, is choosing, happy, like choosing to do things that feel good, because everybody wants to feel good. Absolutely. Even when you're choosing food, you want to feel good. Yep. The end result is you want to feel good. You want to feel good in your body. You want to feel good all day long. And I'll tell you what, yesterday, I literally went, I was supposed to work last night and work on this show, and I went to bed. Did you feel bad about going to bed? No. Good. You should No. I was exhausted. Yeah. I was exhausted. I went to bed. I was sleeping before 9 o'clock. And I was, you know, and I got up, of course, early to, to work. I said, you know what, I'm just going to read my book, decompress, mm -hmm. and, you know, and I did work in between, and I bring my computer everywhere I go to the, you know, but I didn't really, you know, so that's, that's what I did. But what takes discipline is saying, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. If I'm stuck in traffic, this is where I'm supposed to be. How can I make this the best hour in traffic that I can. Now, well, let me put on the groove on Sirius XM. Okay. Let me listen to just the Just Steph podcast. So how do you, okay, and that's what, that's what you do, Steph, but what do people, you know, who's just gripping that wheel tight and just steaming and fuming at this traffic, they don't take the initiative to put it on the groove or they don't have what you have. How do you teach what you have to someone else who doesn't have it? Well, someone could hire me to come uh -huh. in. <laughs> You can hire me to come in and help you. And, you know, for sure, um, that would be, you know, I mean, that's, I, here's my thing. There's all these people telling you what to do out there. Yeah. And I'm sort of saying, you don't have to listen to what everybody else is telling you to do, although I'm saying listen to me, but I want to teach you how to listen to yourself so that you don't need anybody else. You don't, you're, you're doing what's good for you. Your journey, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's journey is totally their own. Absolutely. So what works for me might not work for you. You know, and so when you're in the car and you're stuck in traffic, like I was just irritated yesterday because my son's braces broke for the third or fourth time and we have his, his, Orthodontist is up in Woodstock, which is far up there, but that's where my other kids started. And so, and it's a good price point because it's not in Buckhead. You know, Buckhead, yes. you know, you just come into the zip code and, you know, everything goes up for, for prices. Pricing is cheaper OTP. So, right. And, and so I wanted to take my, I saw I was take I had to take him up there. And it was again, and so it was just kind of crazy. So I was frustrated with the whole, I made him take the stuff out of his mouth. I said, we're going to be gone all summer. I can't take him anywhere. Take the stuff, take those extra things out. He's putting the elastics back in. Okay. And that's what I did. And you know, and they were they were nice. You know, they, it was all fine. But that, because I, I said to Maddie on the way up, I said, I think we should take these. What do we, why don't we take these things out? Yes. Because I'm not doing this. So I was frustrated, but I found a way to work through it. Do you get angry? I don't really get angry. Okay. I really don't get angry. What happens when you get frustrated? What is your level of You know what? Uh, what happens? I'm going to tell you what happens to me. And this, this, this is from my therapist's office. <laughs> how I show anger is it, how my anger comes out. It comes out in depression. I go oh. to bed. So you almost get mad at yourself, if you will. Yeah. You don't take it out well, on anyone else. Well, because I allow things. Mm. Okay. I, you know, I would allow things. So yeah. So I don't. And where I would get angry. Is and I, I would be less apt to protect myself, but if I had if I if I had a friend or one of my kids where somebody was wronging them, yeah, that's when I, oh, that's, no when the, that's when the dukes come up. The <laughs> gloves come off, you, and I'm like, 
Uh, do I need to go up there? Can I say this? You're damn straight. Yeah. Can I say that? So yeah. Okay, absolutely. good. Because we're, we're on podcast. We're on, yeah, we're on podcast. We're not on. We don't have. We're not FCC regulated today. Good. Thank God. We fired <laughs> that restriction. Say whatever I want. Shit, man. So you so you take it out on yourself. Not not directly. I haven't just, done that just, in a long time. That's great. So in the past you've shut down, but then you recharge and you're ready to roll. Right. Yeah. I, I don't see you with your personality. I mean, you have such an infectious personality. You have such energy that I don't see how. But it's part of your journey. Part of your journey in the past was that you would convalesce at home. Right. Recharge, figure it out, right. and then hit the ground running next time. Well, and and I'll tell you what I you know it's not like this. It doesn't ever happen. Like I just had a situation that um, I'm not going to talk about on here, but where I had to, I was okay with what was going on. But I had to sort of get through the emotion of it. Sure. And so, and I knew it was the right, right thing. And so I let myself feel the emotions. Okay. I felt the emotions. I felt the sadness. I felt bad about it. And I said, okay, you know what? I know that this is the best thing for me. But as soon as I allowed myself to feel and to maybe cry the tears that I needed to cry, I was done. I'm like, okay. And you, you totally move forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm You so don't look back, do you? <laughs> Come here! I'll bring her over here. Let's let me have her. Uh, let me have her. My my little puppy's here. She's so cute. Come here. I meant to put her on my lap. That I forgot. We will next time. Next time. Um. So uh, anyway, I uh. Come here. Let me see that puppy. Look at she's Fenway. <laughs> it's Fenway. She's here. Say hi to everybody. Um. You know what? I did look back. I did do a lot of that. I did do a lot of that. I did look back, especially, you know, when it came to my marriage and all of that stuff. Sure. And, and I did look back. But, you know, I, I don't, I really try not to. And I don't, and I don't worry about the future at all. That's one thing I never do. I okay. never worry. That's, I, that's one thing. I go, I, it'll might come into my head like, oh, hey, oh, we got money issues on. No, we don't. Right. So you may worry about that. <laughs> you may right, worry I'm about the away. future. You may worry about the trip. <laughs> so you worry about the future, but well, you don't, I'm sorry, you don't worry about, the, but you certainly plan for the future. Two different things. Everybody plan. Any rational yeah, adult plans really, for the future, okay. right? What? Okay, but I don't really plan too much. Okay. <laughs> I really don't. Like okay. I mean, okay, I am very Type A. So if Eddie heard me say I don't plan, he'd probably like you. You lying witch. No, he wouldn't say witch. But he would say, you, li you liar. And even my girlfriend, Laura, would say the same thing. But she would definitely say bitch. But anyway, um, so anyway, um, we, uh, let me see. Oh, we got all this. We How cool is this? this technology. We're working yeah, out the bugs live. Yes. So, I know. Well, I hate this. I don't want the, 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 well, I hate the technology part of it. I just want... Somebody else to do it. But you could, well, <laughs> that's why we have Megan and Marshall. Thank I know. By the way, they're here off yes, camera. Yes, Welcome, guys. Yay. Um, what were we talking about? Looking back? Looking back, moving forward, not planning. Uh, oh, the type planning. Type personality. You know what? But here's the thing. Like, I'm not, a, like, I'm not going to financially plan for anything. Like, I have stuff put away and whatever, but I'm not going to be like, I'm not worried. But you know, you have an idea where you're going to be in five years. That kind of planning. Oh. You know where you're going to be in 10 years, right? Well, you have an idea? Well, oh yeah. Well, I have this, the dreams in my heart, in sure. my head, and my goals, and absolutely. That's yeah. part of planning, And I really want to be somewhere, um, you know, fit, I know where I want to be living. Sure. You know, at that point. But I'm like thinking like, maybe I'll have a place here, a place there, and a place you know, what I really want, though, I don't know if we talked about this the last time, my, my, my zone place is the beach, the okay. ocean. And I've always wanted a house on the ocean, on, on the ocean, where I can sit on the back porch or and just... And just stuff. Just, and just stuff. <laughs> so, but let's take a little, little teeny break. Just one second. Hey, I'm Ray Judice, legal expert and commentator for 680 The Fan, occasionally HLN, the Nancy Gray Show. Join me once in a blue moon, but Just Step every week on the Just Step Show. Yeah. You know what? I wanted to tell everybody, I, um, uh, so that was my kick in the pants. Okay. 
Did we did we kind of finish that up? I think we did. Did we? Yes. Did we finish sure that we up? So you have to align with your purpose, walk in your zone, and do the things that make you feel good every day. Wake up every day and say, I'm so happy. Just start. Just start saying, I'm so happy. Like, I'm like, I'm so happy. Good. You know? And uh, it was funny because I texted Eddie this morning when I woke up because I know he's up at dark 30. And I texted him and I said, hey, you know, I was like, yeah, I hope you feel great today because he got a flat tire yesterday sure. and he was really mad about it. And um, I laughed. But <laughs> I laughed because it was... It, the circumstances, but, and I was trying not to, he was, you can laugh, and then I just lost it, <laughs> so I can't help it, it's my Boston in me, yeah. so, but he called me this morning, and he called me, and I was like, uh, you know, and he was just sort of still waking up, and I was like, hi, <laughs> it was like five, it was like five this morning, I'm like, hi, what are you doing, he's like, ugh. Now, now how, how do you come across, um, for those people who are not morning people, you know, oh, they need their coffee and they need their stuff. I mean, you're out of bed, sunshine is shining at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy every day. But you know what? That's it wasn't awesome. always that way. No, of course not. And I had to get that way. I had to get there. I had, But, you know, I think you can get there in a second. Yes. You just have to be doing what you love every day, even if it's not at the end result. Even if it's not, even if I'm not making the money today that I'm, that I want to be making, that I feel I deserve to be making, by the way, and that, you know, or if I'm not at the, the, the weight that I want, like, I feel so good doing this isogenics, I'm not where I want to be, like, the weight isn't coming off like that, but I'm happy, yeah. I feel, like, I feel healthy, I feel good yeah. about it, so, you know, isn't that what life is about? Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, it's just great. So that's kind of what my spiritual kick in the pants is. So if you want, if you need help getting to that point, you can always email me, Steph at JustStuff.com, and we can talk about, I can talk about how I can help you. And I, and I really want to get into companies and helping individuals and companies and doing lunch and learns about this because that's where you get happier people where the productivity is, is better in less sick days. People aren't stressed. They're not calling in sick because they can't stand it anymore. You know, their lives, not even the work. And sometimes, and they don't like the work, and then they bring it into the work, and everybody's miserable. Yeah. So I really, I really want to, I really want to get into doing that. I want to get into, oh my gosh. Well, oh my gosh, that's funny. I can't shut anything off. <laughs> I can't shut anything, I can't shut, I don't know what to do. I can't shut anything off. That's all right. So, anyway, um, all right, well, <laughs> moving on. Uh, that's crazy. What do I do? That's all right. This, this is we'll a, figure episode it out. one, and we are getting the bugs out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we will. All right, so um, I wanted to um, tell everybody about this. I have this really great opportunity to, I got invited, I know Facebook can see, can't see this, um, Facebook to, Live is inverted, so we look like we're looking in the mirror, so that's backwards. Oh, it's backwards. Well, oh, totally. it is yeah. backwards. Um, what it is, is I've been invited to speak at the Global Nursing Conference and, and, and Expo. Okay, Eddie just told me he butt-dialed. <laughs> hmm. Okay. That's I've been, been thinking about that. Um, so, um, I'm, I got invited to speak at the Global Nursing Conference and Expo at, uh, in Dubai. Dubai? In Dubai, in September. Wow. And what's, what's great about that is, is uh, well, first of all, I've never been. <laughs> Second of all, but the most important thing is that I get to share with people from around the world what it's like to live with the rare disorder. Oh, that is fantastic. And I'm going to talk about rare diseases and rare disorders. And what you have to understand is in the medical, in when you go to medical school, it's like a one-liner. They don't talk about rare diseases. You might get like one class. That's it. Nothing. Not a whole class like a semester. I'm talking about like, you know, the professor mentions it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So they're not learning about, unless you want to specialize in something, you're not going to learn anything about what um, rare diseases. And you, people don't know what it's like to live with a rare disease. 
or mood yeah. disorder. So there's real, you know, people don't understand. There's no money. So, you know, with breast cancer and heart disease, and rightfully so, because there's so many people suffering with those, there's lots of money. Sure. There's lots of research. There's lots of options. There's lots of medications and, and all of that. There's nothing for so many rare diseases. People go underdiagnosed. They, they, get, they suffer all the time, you know, every day with illnesses and sicknesses and pain and whatever is happening to them because doctors have either misdiagnosed, not diagnosed them, they don't know what it is, or there just aren't any medications to help them. So for me, I have no pain. Praise God. Although I say that, but the funny thing is, is my whole left side is, I'm not going to use the word that I want to use, is messed up because for 51 years, I've been using one side. So my knee's blown up and my shoulder and everything. So it's just, it's, you know, just this. Like, okay, I'm drinking this. Like, every day, this is what I do. I hold the fry pan every day. I'm, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. So I would have never thought that it would take over the whole side, you know, sort of for you, in your specific instance, you know, you're, you're left-handed. Right. I didn't know it would have to affect the whole left side. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, is my um, plastic surgeon said that I developed completely differently on this side. But when I went to see the doctor about my knee, he said that my ligaments on this whole side of my body are um, much uh, loose. So, like, I can put my hand almost all the way back and I'm not double-jointed. So, you know, I'm yeah. just, and, and it's, we don't know, if, like, if it's from the rear disorder or if it's from living with the rear disorder. Okay. Nobody knows what came first, the chicken or the egg. Who okay. knows? Who cares, right, at this point? But it's, I have to live with it. So, um, but there are people on um, Facebook, I belong to several Facebook pages, okay. that, you know, you hear sad situations where the teenagers want to kill themselves oh. because they have Poland syndrome and they feel they have, you know, self-esteem issues. They already do if they had no disorder. Oh, no kidding, right? Then you add that to the mix. Right. Jeez. So I'm going to get a chance to speak to this conference about what it's like to live with a rare disorder. And I'm very excited because I really do love nurses. They can make or break your your hospital stay. Oh, I agree. They are the best. Like, even the ones when I had my babies and I had my plastic surgery and all that stuff, like, yeah. they're just amazing. And uh, I love, love, love nurses. And I will go on a limb and say nurses are smarter than doctors because they're the ones that deal with the patients every day. Sure. The I doctor mean, breezes in, breezes out. Yeah, right. And so the nurses are there, and they know, and I love nurses, and so I'm excited. But this isn't just going to be nurses. This is going to be educators are going to be here, doctors, anybody in the healthcare world is going to be here, and it's going to be worldwide. Like, there's going to be people from Australia, Japan. I mean, I could cry. I'm so excited. And extending your reach, telling your story to a broader audience. Yes, that's this is very exciting, and I get to sell my book and all oh, that yeah. stuff. So that's exciting. But here's, you know, and I, I this is what's exciting. I, I had a um, a Skype meeting with the, with the um, director the other day, and they're going to put together like group tours. So I'm going to go a few days early. Yeah. And I'm going to get to go on a safari. Oh. But it's going to be good because it'll be with a group. Sure. But that part of it, like, that's, like, all my own, on my own. But I want to say something, and I don't usually do this, and I'm not, I'm not into donations or whatever, but I am going to be soliciting corporate um, sponsorship for this because it is unpaid and the travel is not covered. And so it's all out of pocket. Yeah. Dubai ain't cheap. No. No. So I am going to be asking reaching out. I don't want people to think that they have to give me money. Like, I don't want, like, $5 from somebody on a GoFundMe. I want Delta to cover my my plane tickets if they can. If not, you know, I don't care if I have 20 corporate sponsors giving me $500. You know, yeah. I don't care. I'm going to reach out to doctors, pharmaceutical companies, insurance companies, 
biotech companies, there's tons of money there. I'm telling you, there's more money than I can't even believe it. I, I went to Biogen to speak for Rare Disease, um, the film festival in Boston. The building must have cost $2 billion. Jeez. They had shades that opened and closed as the sun shifted on their own. It was totally a green building, hmm. which is lovely. <laughs> but what about the people with rare diseases? Why don't you put that money towards research? Or how oh. about help me out? We're going to actually reach out to oil companies. Dubai is built on oil, basically. So if anybody knows anybody out there who would be would like to be a corporate sponsor, I'm not asking for money from people. Please, I'm not. I don't want to do that at all. I'm not into that. But I do want to get corporate sponsorship because this is such a major contribution sure. to uh, to the world. I think. And it could go a long way to helping not right. only your cause, but to, and you, you could be actually a spokesperson for a rare disorder and really. Yeah. Broaden your reach. Right. And I've met with the people from NORD, that's National Organization of Rare Disorders in, um, in Washington, D.C. And uh, they're lovely people, but they have no money either. And so, you know, it's just like another lobbyist, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They just, they have no money. That's so unfortunate. Yeah. And it seems seemingly unfair that these rare diseases are, don't, don't get the funding like the cancers and the heart disease. But then again, millions of people have a lot, you know. Well, there's money. money right. There is money. money. There money. is money. And here's the other part of this. Um, uh, there's people that have rare disorders or rare diseases, and they say, oh, there's only one or two. Well, there are people oh. that are going undiagnosed because they don't know. So we don't really know. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to get all that, all those, I have those statistics somewhere, but I'm going to get those and bring those for my talk. Good. So I'm excited about that. So if anybody has any co contacts for me for um, corporate um, philanthropy and, and all of that, I would love to uh, reach out and tell them my story. And I can send them this, my proof of my, <laughs> my, uh, my invitation to speak and that I'm not getting paid. So, uh, what we're looking to do, let me just, I might as well just say this, um, $5,000 will cover the travel. Okay. That's it. That's it. Um, $7,500 will cover travel and being able to post uh, all the logos and everything at, on social media and send out the newsletter. And $10,000 will cover uh, website, um, you know, if being on the website. So, I'm not looking for, you know, it doesn't have to be one corporate sponsor of $10,000, although that, I'll take it. Um, but it can be um, many, many, many that want to just give $1,000 or $500 or $250 sure. or $100, whatever. I'll be happy, like if there's a doctor's office that wants to contribute $100, I'll take it. Because that's going to pay for one night at my hotel. So, which is cheap because it's at the JW Marriott and it's $100. I have to pay for that. I have to pay to be in the conference. So they're going to give yeah. me a break. The conference costs $600. I get to pay $200. That's... <laughs> so, so I have to pay for everything, basically. But I think in the end, it's certainly worth it to get, you, get the message and get awareness out right. there. Right, and that's sure. really the biggest part of it all. Sure, absolutely. So I'm very, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And so there's lots happening with Just Us, right? Absolutely, and that's a, that's a great feather in your cap, that they're recognizing you and your efforts uh, on behalf of rare diseases and rare disorders and... What have you. So oh, and they're so nice. So, so, so nice. So nice. Is it so hard to be nice these days? You're nice. I'm exceptionally nice. However, not everybody in the world is nice. You are nice. I'm exceptionally nice. Traffic wasn't nice. Oh, see, Megan says traffic was not nice. But then again, were you, when were is you it happy ever? in traffic, though? I was jamming with my radio. Okay. All right, good. Good. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the way to be. So, um, what else do we have going on? What else is happening? Sorry, that was free plug for a 24-hour uh, establishment that was you know, Waffle House. That's <laughs> all I'm, oh, I'm okay. drinking from a Waffle House cup. Okay? Yeah, there you go. Well, I don't have, I don't have. I know we need to start doing that. I should get my product I, placement. I should get my isogenics out here. <laughs> exactly. I, this is, you know, this. Exactly. So yeah, see if they want to. They want to sponsor the Just Stuff show. And, we, and that, too, if you want to sponsor the Just Steph show, we'd be happy for that. We'll, and we'll, we'll put you on social media or on the Just Steph, we'll put you on the newsletter. 
and uh, we'll put you on the website, sure. and we'll talk about you here on the show. It's All great. good things, though. We won't say anything bad. That's right. That's right. That's if great know, exposure. But if we know you, it's a bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Be careful. Atlanta-based companies and Boston-based companies preferred, but we'll take anyone. Yeah, but even if you do internet, like sales or whatever, yeah. you have like online. True. You know that would be that would be fine. What about the big A, Amazon? They don't they don't need advertising. Friend of mine. I hate, all right, quick story. This is okay, funny, funny, it. funny stuff. So we hear it. My best friend and his wife, they their refrigerator was dying over the weekend. Mm -hmm. So here's what they did: they went to Amazon and not only purchased the refrigerator, had it installed, had the old refrigerator taken away for cheaper than they could have done at the big box retailers, you know, who's orange. And they wouldn't have taken away the fridge. They wouldn't have installed it. They have Amazon. Click, click, click. All of a sudden, you have a new fridge. Your old one's gone, and it's up and running. And and they were on time. They were their scheduled appointment was nine o'clock. They called at eight forty-five. Say we're all the way. It's amazing. Amazon. You can buy a fridge installed on Amazon. You know what? I love that. It's amazing. I really like Amazon. I mean, yeah. it's just so easy. Taking over the world. It really. It's you know what? Easy works. It does. Easy work. So that's, I mean, I think in, in, the, in this uh, complicated world, because it is complicated and with all the technology, and it's, it's very complicated. Look at this. We're struggling every, today to just do a little baby podcast. Warts and all. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's all good. I think it's real. You can't get any more organic than this. You know what? I've been following Megan Trainer on, um, on Instagram. Is that all about that base? Yes. Is that her? Well, you know, oh. Talk Is there more to her than that? Yeah, no, I think she's beyond that. <laughs> but she looks great. She's so cute. And she must have a great designer because she's looking good. <laughs> she looks great. And her hair looks so cute. But the reason why I brought that up is I'm going to get my nails done today. And the next time I get my nails done, I have to get them done in Boston. And they, I, that's the one thing. You know how much I love Boston? I can't find a, I love my nail girl here. I'm like, Kim, you have to move to Boston. She goes, I do it. <laughs> I, what, what? They don't. Do nails open? Well, they do, but I had a very bad experience. Like, I, I, they don't they don't stay on. And when I came back the last time, I said, Kim, my nails were just terrible. She goes, they don't put base. I go, oh, it really is all about the base. Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. See? <laughs> That's my joke for the day. I'm a very bad comedian. I could do I could do funny things quick off the cuff, but just say a joke. No. Maybe more improv than writing down jokes. Yes. I'm not a joke writer. I either. can't. No. I can't. I can't do it. No. So, uh, but I had my, my newsletter went out this week. Excellent. Tell us about it. Oh my God. It was, uh, it was, I, we got, we, I've got some good responses. I'm really trying to work through the, e the email list that is good or bad. You know what I mean? Like whether yeah. I, it bounces or, I mean, we're sort of in the beginning stages of the newsletter, but it was a good newsletter. I put up uh, yeah. one of my, one of my blogs, uh, the love buffet. And we talked about, of course, what. Is going to be, you know, what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And I talked about uh, the book review that I did, which is I had a book review on uh, You're a Badass. Stop, <laughs> Stop Doubting Your Greatness which, uh, by Jen Sincero, which was an excellent book. I listened to it on audio, but then I bought it in paperback because it was so good. Yeah. You know, so yeah. uh, it was just a great, very motivating, talking about aligning to source, energy, meditating, all of that stuff. So uh, it was. It resonated with me. I made my mom listen to it. She listened to it for five hours. She and she liked it. Good. She really liked it. So uh, you know, it's a great book, and I'm, I'm telling anybody who'll listen, it's a it's a good book to read. Is your mom aligned with? I mean, certainly aligned with you. But is she is she empathetic like you? Does she have those skills, or is my mom? No, not really. But I'll tell you what she does have. Being from, and this is a Boston thing. Okay. She can, she can, uh, she gets a feel for people. She get, she'll get their number. Okay. You get their number. <laughs> you, get, you know their number. You, uh, you know their number. You, you get a feel. That always is, is a con uh, negative connotation. It's, I know well, your number. I, you know. I got your number. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. You get the, you get the. Can we go to well, Boston people are very keen like that. They, they, they're very, you know, the, you, you hear the accent and it goes, oh, you, you know, that Boston accent. I had some, I had somebody making, make fun of my accent, terrible outside the St. Regis one night. I'm like, I'm at the St. Regis, really? And it was hilarious. But um, anyway, 
it may sound that it's like it's unintelligent. However, Boston people are very sharp and quick-witted. Oh, great! Yeah. And very, and so they get people's personalities. And my mom is a lot like that. Okay. So she gets all that, and she, um, she's good like that. Um, but she, I find my mom to be open to some of these thought processes that okay. I've talked to, which I would have never thought years ago she would have been. Okay. And I think by living here and living with me and seeing the changes that I've made, I've had to make. Sure. I mean, you know, for me, I've had to, I mean, with the divorce and all of that, I've had to make changes. I'm here by myself. I don't have anybody. I don't have, I have friends here, don't get me wrong, but my family is in Boston. Mm -hmm. So I've had to really make some changes. And so my mom has seen that. And I've had some really good conversations to her with her about negativity. And I said, you know, because you can sit here and we can sit here and talk for two hours about people that we love, their problems, and how negative it is and how this, that, and the other thing. I go, you know, we do that. We start surrounding ourselves with that negativity. Tomorrow you're going to stub your toe. Laws of attraction. Yeah. Your car is going to break down mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever. And I don't need that. And I don't want it in my life. I, I started, I'm like, Teflon, no, I don't want, no. And it's not that I don't care. If somebody wants to talk to me about their problems and they want to tell me something and they need help and they need a support, I'm there. Totally. I'll hear it. But can, I can't take on your shit. Can an empath be, <laughs> can an empath be sympathetic? Oh, absolutely. It's part of the gift. It's part of the gift. Okay. It's part of the gift, but you also have to be, an empath has to be, you have to put up, uh, you have to have healthy boundaries. Okay. Because, Otherwise, you'll get sucked in. Because some people might even confuse the definition of empathetic and sympathetic. Right. And well, empathy. Oh, I empathize with you empathy. and your plight. And well, stuff em like that. empathy means you actually feel the feelings. Yeah. You actually okay. put yourself in the other person's shoes, and you don't have to have the, You don't have to be an empath to do that. Okay. You can put yourself in somebody else's shoes and say, "Gee, I." can understand what it must, I could sort of see, I have my own kids, imagine having a sick kid, you know, that would be terrible, you know, and sympathizing is saying, oh, you know, I think sympathy is a little bit, it, it can be a little, like, I'm sorry like for pity, your loss, like pity, like, I pity the fool, <laughs> that's who it is, I pity the fool, <laughs> but no, I think, um, you know, I, I think, you know, so, but with my mom, uh, go, going back to my mom, you know, we've had these great conversations, and she's been open to, you know, hearing that, that kind of stuff, and she goes, you know, it's true, and so, and I think she's trying to live her best life, Good. and she's living her best life, and I think that's great, and I, it's, especially for that age, they tend to be stuck in their ways. Oh my God, yes. You know, like we are too, we can be too at 50, you know, people yeah. are stuck. And so that's why you have somebody like me coming in and saying, I'm going to mess up your world. You're going you to rock your world. I don't know. I no? kind of didn't want to You're going to stir it up. I, don't, I, I didn't know if that, that has a negative connotation because I'm not going to rock everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just, a, just a select few. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I mean, really, well, and actually, you know, when it comes to being detached and attachment if you can detach yourself lovingly mm -hmm. things don't rock your world in a bad way like they will you know you know things will happen you'll say like you'll be stuck in traffic and you'll say okay I'm supposed to be here but you have to be detached from mm -hmm. the outcome detached from stuff and I and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean I'm loving it means it's not yours May I tell you about a conversation I had with a dear uh, friend of mine oh, yesterday? Oh, please do. Um, she had a uh, her mother. She lost her mother when she was seven years old, and she had, her mother at that time had been battling mm -hmm. cancer. So she basically didn't really see her mother from age three until her mother died. And so um, her perspective as a seven-year-old child at that time was, my mommy was taken away from me. Right. And so so now. As she has progressed in her life, she she confided in me that um, that when someone she loves dies, it, she's very stoked about it, and that's what the way you that that made me think of that story is because she she would appear detached 
when she's not, she's probably grieving um, right. inside, but she comes across as, oh, well, so-and-so died. I'm at the funeral, you know, very, you know, almost nonplussed. But having losing her mother at that age had a profound effect on the way she views people dying. And she's a very loving person, very right. fun. But when it comes to death, yeah. that's how she, that's her defense mechanism. She puts up a wall, very stoic, and that's it. I'm not really sure that, that is, that's healthy. That part of it is healthy. It may not be. Um, you know, I think detached but not unfeeling. It, there's a difference between being detached and not being unfeeling. Yeah. In being unfeeling. Like not having, um, the, not, show, not allowing yourself to feel the feelings. I mean, if you're sad, you're sad. You know, yeah. you know if you're stoic, then you're not, allow, you're, not, you're not allowing yourself to feel the, the feelings and the emotions. And it's, it's in the emotions where you can learn to make decisions in your life. You know, like, um, you know, it's, it's feeling those emotions and what feels good, what doesn't feel good, and saying, I don't want this. Because if you don't feel them, how do you know what you want, what, what you want, yeah. or what works? Like, I just think in, with, the, with death, death is, is, is just a hard topic. It is, and I didn't mean to bring the show to no, the grinding halt. No, I know, halls. it's fine. I, you know, it's fine. But, but you know, grief, it's, it's, it's hard. It is hard. People handle grief differently. That's oh, absolutely. Own deal. Absolutely, but yeah. you have. But here's the deal: if you don't go through the five stages of loss at some point, you will at another point. Yep. So better now than later. Okay. Enough of that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, hey, you know what? I um, I wanted to talk about a couple of things for summer uh, because we had uh, we talked we said that we we're going to talk about what's sizzling for summer. That's right. So I found this um, article on new things for Apple. And I'm trying to think. Um, okay, Apple has come up with um, a new feature in their iOS 12 that's that it gets using your iPhone and iPad. It's what it does. It it actually helps to wean you from being addicted to the phone of the of the iPad um, because you're on. It says they're rolling out a new do not disturb setting that will allow you to essentially mute your phone's activity overnight so you won't be bothered with dozens of notifications as you're trying to catch them shy. So, and instead review them when you're ready to deal with them in the morning. Additionally, notifications will now be grouped together to help reduce what can seem like a barrage on your screen. So I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. It almost sounds like though you have to buy this device so we can wean you off devices. Well, no, it's it's part of the oh, no. iOS 12, so oh, okay. it'll be like an update. Oh, okay. It'll be an update. Um, and then uh, the other thing that I thought was great is you'll be able to. You, I always want to FaceTime, but you can only FaceTime with one person. You know, oh, whereas yes. Skype, you can do several, and you can do Zoom and different kind of um, online um, meetings, and uh, you'll be able to uh, FaceTime with, with up to 32 different people. Whoa. Imagine that. Do you, do you get to see 32 different images on your screen? I guess so. Wow. I don't know. That's too many for me. That's a lot. But if you're going to, if you, if you want to use it for a meeting, you know, that wouldn't be bad. You know, for like five people or whatever, that wouldn't be bad. True. So I just think 32 is too much. A little but excessive. Okay. Whatever. Maybe the kids want to do it. I don't know. The kids like that stuff. Um, I'm an Apple person. I love Apple. Okay. Um, so there you go. There's my sponsorship. <laughs> um, at the the Apple Watch now has a useful walkie-talkie app, which is cra which cracks me up because first we had walkie-talkies. Yes. And then as you, kids. Yeah, and then they had walkie-talkies like later Next on. Nextel on your phone. Remember the Nextel? Yes. Bell? The chirps. The, the, the yes. Next, is yes. Next, does that feature still exist? That's just a question. I, I don't, don't know. know. Does that exist? So. Um, and then also on the Apple Watch, if you have one, it will automatically detect your workout. Hmm. So, and <laughs> okay. uh, for the Mac, they'll have a, a dark mode, so so it will be won't be so bright. So and the App Store is getting a makeover. So I thought those were interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, for Apple, they have some new stuff coming. So I think that's that's a lot of fun uh, for Apple. And I wanted to talk a little bit about um, something. 
um, light on the light side for um, and I you know maybe next time I'll make something for the Facebook crowd um, I could do something from here and, and cook but um, I wanted to talk about it one of my favorite summer cocktails is a mojito Very, do you like mojitos? I, I, yes back in the day I did yeah um, well mojitos are made with simple syrup so um, you can make them actually skinny which I love, and when I go, if I want to have a mojito at the at um, at a resort or whatever, I ask them, I ask them for a skinny mojito, and basically instead of the simple syrup, I, I put Truvia or stevia. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So you and it makes it a lot lighter, and it's so refreshing. You have to muddle the um, you're supposed to muddle the uh, mint leaves with with the uh, simple syrup. So you can just do it with your. You can do liquid stevia. Okay. Or something like that. And then there's rum and club soda. Very cool. Yeah, and ice. What is, what is that different than, let's say, a, um, oh God, I just, I just um, julep, like a mint julep. Is mint julep has something else in it. Okay. Yeah, I, I was, I looked at the, um, I looked it up, and I can't, because I went to Kentucky Derby yeah. um, party at Davio's, and I looked up what a mint julep, what was in it, and I'm like, oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, I didn't want it. I can't remember yeah. what's in it, so I don't remember. I didn't like it. But it's not my thing. I, I'm not a fancy. I wasn't a fancy fruit fruit, fruit drink guy. It was a beer, beer and give me a beer and I'll have another beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you like the IPAs? Um. No. It's, I I guess looking back, I was never truly a beer drinker. I just drank domestic beer. Oh, so you like Bud Light? Yeah. Just you, know, you it, like the Bud Light. It's more about volume than it was anything. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So let's hear from Deb Bowman. All right. Let's do it. This is Deb Bowman, and you're listening to the Just Steph Show. That's right. Yay. I love her. So, yeah, this is great. This is fun. It's been fun. How long have we been talking? I don't know. How long? I, what, where are we at? Oh, we're almost done. We're almost done. Yay. All right, so this week, um, you know what I'd like to do is I'd like to tell everybody to please um, get on JustSteph.com and subscribe to my newsletter. Yes. Um, I have a great newsletter coming out next week. Uh, it'll be, I'll be uh, saying hi from L.A. Good. And, uh, and so, and, but I have a great blog that I wrote, which I think will be very intriguing, and I'd love to get some feedback on that blog. Um, the blog is actually going to publish on Friday, but it'll go in the newsletter for Monday. Which we'll talk about what what's going on on the show and Good. what's happening with Just Steph and all of that, and I'll be, you know, greetings from LA, Excellent. which will be fun. I'm looking forward to that. And of course, you're gonna take you can take a million pictures and a million videos, I hope, and we'll upload those and yeah. have a bunch of content. I, I, I'm I'm super jealous. Yeah. Well, why am I not going? <laughs> come on. There you have it. You can come with. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> all are welcome. Go into the light. That's right. Coming to the light. Yeah, we're going to the sunshine. I think I'm going to spend a little time on the, get on the beach because really that's my place. Like I yes. want to get grounded and get on the beach. Go to Venice Beach. And oh, get I some, love Venice Beach. You know what you want to do is like just interview people on Venice Beach characters. That, that would could be, be fun. fun. That'd be a fun little segment. That could be fun. I mean, yeah. you know, Venice is. I'm good. taking my microphone with me. Perfect. So. And, and who doesn't love a microphone? They'll they'll talk. I'd be like, hey, you're here with Just Steph. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that could be fun. Absolutely. So, yeah, I love that. And then uh, I come back, and I'll be in Boston for most of the summer, but we'll still do this from yeah. rem remotely. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and Talk about glitches. Boy, that's going to be a challenge, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We've got the, got the best IT team and, uh, and all God. the podcasting. I know, I know. And so uh, and, and lots of good stuff happening. And uh, please, if you, again, if you have any sponsors, for my trip to Dubai, yes. I would really love that. Not for my safari in Dubai. I'll pay for my own safari, but just for my trip and for the you know being able to speak to all these people about having uh, living with a rare disease. I think that uh, I'm very excited about that. So, Excellent. Yeah, it's all good. It's good to be good to have you back. I thank you. We're going to be back here in Just Steph's kitchen in two weeks. <sighs> In two weeks. Drinks, recipes, you know, just bring an Italian style. I know. Why don't you guys let us know what you want to hear on the Just Steph Show? Uh, of course, you know, if you need any um, life advice, that's my forte. I love it. I love walking in my zone. I may be talking shop here, but I wonder if we could take calls during podcasts or Facebook Lives. Is that Absolutely. even possible? Absolutely. Something to think about. Yeah, well, we can even use my landline. 
And Give I, that out to the masses? Well, I'm going to use it, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> they can call me how they want. Yeah. I, I go, well, when people, I make my kids laugh, somebody calls, and it's a, and I go, don't ever call here again. <laughs> I go, do you hear me ever? And do you remember back in the days of landlines when that was the only way to communicate? Yeah. And when the phone rang, especially the kids would, I got it, I got it, and they would run to the kitchen or oh, wherever yeah. the phone was, and the cord was 50 feet long. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you might say, get off the phone! Because yeah. yeah. somebody's trying to call! Yeah, that was four-call yeah. four waiting. Yeah. You, you got a busy signal? Or you... And then you could crane call somebody for fun. Yes. That was like fun. You could <laughs> crane call somebody and do crazy stuff. Do we have any um, trivia for, to, to end with for um, nine, 1980s or 70s trivia? So, do you have any trivia? Hmm. Not at the moment, but if it comes to me in the next three minutes, I will... Okay, what was Rocky's turtle's name? Turtle? Everybody knows his dog. It's Turtles. Turtles. So it's Rocky 1, 2, mm -hmm. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, one. 8. Who out there in um, Facebook land knows that? Turtles. Of course, we know his dog was Buckus. Buckus. Yo, so. Buckus. So. That's such a great movie. The first one was really a good movie. Well, I love it because I want to do some one of my workshops based on the wisdom from the the ring. Yeah. About Mickey and there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of great writing there. Oh yeah. A lot of great writing and goodwill hunting. It's amazing. Yeah. The, the, they're just I, I when I watch movies like that I, it's genius. Yeah. It really is. So the name of his turtles were Cuff and Link. There you go. How's that? I'm just saying. <laughs> Do you have anything for me? Come oh, on. Put me on the don't spot. ask me today's stuff though. I don't not, I know nothing. Oh my gosh! Um, well, you should maybe you should know this prior to the the, the Red Sox winning in two thousand and four to end that drought. What was the previous time they won the World Series? It was in like nineteen eighteen. Correct, nineteen eighteen. Nineteen eighteen. That wasn't bad, right? Let me tell you, that's a big deal that I knew that because yeah. I'm not really like. Like, yeah. I don't know the sports. No, but you'd have to revoke your Boston card if you didn't know that. I mean, I'm sure that's ingrained in everyone's psyche up there. That was huge. That no? and Bill Buckner. Oh, has, is he forgiven? What a sin. Is he forgiven? What a sin, that poor guy. I know. Is he forgiven? And he was a good ball player, too. And he, he was just, very good. What a sin. I feel bad for him. I mean, sure, one play on the world's biggest stage. I know. Terrible. Oh, my God. What a sin. I feel so bad and for I him. And I hated the Mets. Still do. I was rooting for the Red Sox though, in '86. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I was. Has you know he, seriously, have, have the fans forgiven him up there? I don't know. I never really asked anybody. Nobody mm. says anything bad about him. Not anymore. They might have back yeah. then. I don't even know. Winning cures it all. Yeah. You know what? Uh, my, um, you know, Boston fans are very. They're funny. I mean, they're like into whatever. Whoever's playing now, like the Celtics just lost and. The Bruins just weren't yeah. lost, the, you know. But you know, they were still, they were all doing great, you know. So they, they, you know. Every pro sports team up there is thriving. Yeah, they thriving. and and they, the Boston fans just love it. The passion's amazing. They, they just love it. Now I, you know, I love, I want to see the hometown win. I love it, but I'm not, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know. You don't have a dog in, in this local fight here in Atlanta. Not really. Me do. I mean, I like everybody. Whatever. Yeah. Whoever's happy, will it be happy? I don't care. Like, I mean, really, next year the Super Bowl's going to be here. Well, at the end of this season, so maybe. Right. To, yeah. So if it's the Patriots, I mean, you oh, know that I. Please no. Yeah. Please <laughs> no. Wait, give me a knife. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah, the, you know, the, the lawyer told me don't have a fight in the in the kitchen. <laughs> So I think, what else do we have? We have a uh, summer ahead of us. I know. To have fun. So whatever you guys want to hear on the Just Steph Show, we'd love to hear from you. And um, of course, uh, you know, if there's any anything I can do to help your life, please reach out, Steph at JustSteph.com. So I've been through it all. I mean, I hate to say it, you know, it's like, it sounds so cliche, but I've really been through yeah. so much. And I think that, you know, and, and, but it not in, in, in a way that I'm, I go, thank God, because this is where I am today. Good. There was a time that I regretted. Sure. And I don't. I'm so, I, you know, I feel like, okay, I wish I was 
you know, this much further my career. I wish I was doing this. I wish I did. But you know what? I'm happy right now. Good. I'm having a blast. I'm going to Dubai. And you're back. Yeah, and I'm back. That's right. I love there it. You go. I love it. And thank you for being here. My pleasure. It's a lot of fun. All right, kids. We'll see you next week, right? Uh, well, I'll, I'll see you next week from L.A. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll be here. Love you all. Ciao, ciao, Thanks baby. Thanks for tuning in to the Just Steph Show. I really care about you, your happiness, and helping you make great choices for your life. So tune in next week for more wisdom from me. In the meantime, follow me on my Just Steph Facebook page, on Twitter at Steph Palermo, my Instagram account is JustSteph1, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Steph Palermo. See you next week. Ciao, ciao, baby. Love you. All right.